Yo, this is Zero from El Vu and LA Natives Podcast. And I'm happy to announce that Malinali Superfoods now has a storefront location. And we invite all our community to come and partake in our family recipes, in our ancient foods, and in our intention. Our intention is to gather our community, to share the wisdom of our ancestors, but most of all, have a place to be ourselves. So we invite you to come to 4528 Whittier Boulevard in the heart of East Los Angeles. So come, stop by, enjoy our awas, our superfood smoothies, our nutrient powders, and understand that food is our medicine. Our ancestors were brilliant engineers, and they created strong, powerful foods that we share with the community. Aho, Ometeo, Tonansi, Tonato. We start out on this new road. No turning back. But we have our ancestors with us. We're going to continue to dance with them. Dreaming them. Calling them. We are becoming what we were. It is borrowed that Maya prophecies. Seven triangles of light. Keep walking. You are the spirit of Unaku. Keep walking. We the human, we are doing the spirit of Unaku. People say that the gods made them from corn. They planned their lives according to the heavens. Well-versed in astronomy, using a sophisticated mathematics, they calculated the movements of the night sky thousands of years into the past and thousands of years into the future. They knew that the universe moved in cycles. Their lives were ruled by the rhythms of the natural world, planting and harvesting, birth and death, just as the great tree of life emerges from the earth. Always, they're connected. Science and religion. The dreams we learn from the Maya gods when to plant and when to harvest, when to set a fire and when to do the corn ceremony. But what we're digging up, what we're coming up with, is part of our history. And the men that lived here are some of the greatest men we've ever had. And it's the fact that we're getting to know more and more and more about the life of these people. They still maintain their customs. They still maintain their ways of organizing their societies. And it's very exciting to see how much of the ancient Maya way of life is still alive. Because American history does not begin in 1492 with Columbus. It begins in 200 BC with the first Maya king who wrote his name on a stone. What is happening now is the people who made these places, people like Yashpak or Bird Jaguar or Fakal, are getting back their voices. They are becoming real to us and speaking. 
people of the 20th century about who built this place and why and what they felt and what they thought about the world. These are not anonymous people anymore. You are the speech of Unapku. Keep walking. We the human, we are doing the speech of Unapku. Oh, community. Oh, everybody. Hello. Here we are once again, Sunday, LA Natives, and we got a very special guest today. Um, but before we bring him on, just a quick little reminder of what this podcast is and what our intention is. <clears throat> our intention is to unify all Natives across Turtle Island in a good way, in a non-political way, in a way that recognizes beyond contracts imposed by colonial imposed systems. And when you have the bravery to speak truth to power, you know, I think that's a good example of where our future lies. And this individual that we're going to interview today, I have followed him for years because I thought it was a very impressive thing to do as a child to go up there with a native name and speak truth to power. How it results in, and resonates in the community, that'll be up to us. But honoring this brother and his great message is, is one of the highlights right now. I'm excited to meet this brother. And what do you think, Armando? He's a dope hip-hop artist. Yeah. And on top of that, not only is he massively active in the future for our children, our future, or my children's children, but he is a very impressive, talented musician and he's young he's just yes, starting yeah. like he's just starting that's so dope yeah he's Please. very young you know i'm so so grateful to be able to interview these next young artists that yeah. are coming with so much wisdom really appreciate that like on another level so another yeah level. man i'm ready well i want to give everyone a, a quick update Yo. on what's going on um we have our, our merchandise up oh okay our That's website's good. pretty much 100%. Logo is a ha Grand Slam home run. The logo Dope. was a Grand Slam. Yeah. <laughs> that looked cool. Um, we are on Facebook now. Okay. And most importantly, I just really appreciate all the engagement, right, Zero? Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's an active crowd out there that wants to listen to us bring the family together. You know, and bring talented artists like Shuteska, you know, that's coming up next. You know, so... It's 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 really homage to the loyal followers that we have out there. So all of you guys who have subscribed to the website and who come to us on Sundays religiously or maybe not even using that word, but um, consistently, um, you know, we're here to bring you good quality music or feature somebody who has something to say about our past and where we are and where we're going. Um, and it's not an easy thing to do when you're a survivor of genocide. So, you know, now we have great warriors that come to us. And I think Shuteskat is one of those massively powerful warriors. And we're going to go ahead and bring him in. Oh, brother. How you doing? Saludos a todos. Good evening. Oh, well, welcome to L.A. Natives. Thank you for having me. Grateful to be on the show. Absolutely, brother. I mean, I, I've been following your, your life for quite a bit, of, for, for a long time, mm -hmm. ever since you did this speech in the UN. 
you know, and talk truth to power. And I knew, I knew once I saw that, I go, this, this brother right here, he's going to come with something more powerful, something, something very beautiful and deep and life-changing. And then I heard your music, you know, and then, mm-hmm. you know, it really inspired me, my, my partner and our family. And so and now it's just an honor to talk to you, brother. So, oh, Mateo, you know. Of course. Lasso Comati, appreciate y'all, appreciate those kind of words. And yeah, I know, grateful to be here, you know, connecting with the community, con la raza, with the fam. Man, and your music has evolved, brother. Like, from the first video that I that I got to see, one that, that featured mm-hmm. a pretty great artist, I won't mention him yet. But, I mean, just to talk about the new project that's out, El Cielo's a banging song, Moments. Man, that really mm. moments the video, the visuals on moments, and then the yeah, lyrics on moments. Man, uh, you're on another level, talented, because it takes a while to get to that level where you're, you know, crafting lyrics so, so beautifully, and then it's matching and syncing up with the visual side of things. You know, that's not yeah. independent artist, right? Because you're not yeah. on a label, right? No, no, fully independent. Everything we do is for the people. Absolutely, and the quality that comes out of it—it's nothing but big ups, yeah. brother. So talk. A I little appreciate bit, that. Yeah, talk a little bit about your new project, man. Let, let, let the people sure. know. Absolutely, no, I'm, I'm grateful to be on the show tonight. Um, and yeah, it's been beautiful to see how how the journey has. Uh, we've come a long way, you know, and, and I'm grateful for for you know all the all the kind words and all the praise y'all have, y'all have shared. Um, definitely a long a long journey and a, and a lot of hustling and i'm just grateful to be able to be in a position now as an artist where i can kind of build a creative team that i want to really bring other artists on board to help tell the stories visually sonically uh we recently just released a mixtape called runway tapes and off that project you know a handful of visuals one for a song that we dropped and um it was the first single off the project called el cielo uh, that piece that's that those visuals were i think incredibly important and like the evolution of my of my artistry, we got to work with a whole team of, of Mexica, Chicano, Mexican relatives out here in, um, in Portland, actually. Um, and so everybody was like very, very aligned and, and I think could relate to the story. Everybody who was putting energy into those visuals to the El Cielo music video um, was really aligned. And from there, you know, a lot of the creatives and a lot of the visuals that aligned the whole project, the whole mixtape kind of followed that. So that piece specifically really speaks on family separation. Um, and I think this summers, particularly, there was a lot of unrest, you know, and a lot of uprisings for social and racial justice, for liberation and, and, and sovereignty for our communities, for our black kin, for indigenous relatives. Um, and one issue that I really saw continuing to, to rise to the surface was this, this, this idea of borders, right? These human-made borders, they have these damaging legacies, both in Mexica, Mexicano, Chicano, you know, immigrant communities, um, but also indigenous communities and relatives who have traditional homelands on both sides of those borders. So El Cielo, more than a political anthem, really, it was just like a, it was a really intimate story into part of my experience, my family, what I've seen and witnessed and how I've witnessed love really transcend human made borders. And so we put that into the song, we put that into the visuals, we crafted this, this space, this almost this dreamscape. Um, with these different sets that we were uh, filming in. It was really beautiful. So I, I encourage folks to go check that out if you haven't seen it yet. And that kind of just really led into the whole project. It was a seven track EP um, that kind of just landed really well for me to just get something out, even amidst the pandemic, 
not all these songs are new, you know, like I have two, three projects that I'm sitting on right now waiting for the right moment to, to cultivate and get those visuals right and align everything to drop it in, in this coming year. But um, I'm excited and grateful to see how it has resonated with the community and the stories that it tells because it's never just entertainment for me. Um, and, and different people have said it, but like you make, you can make art for profit, you can make art for the revolution. Um, and I'm, and I'm, I'm, a, I'm a believer in the latter, you know, and, and not that we can't have fun with it, but um, I think art can be inherently loving and beautiful and empowering and revolutionary. And that's what we, that's what we aim for. And well, healing and healing. Music absolutely. Is healing. absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I mm -hmm. think, I think what shoot Deska does innately is heal, you know, with that beautiful art. You know, talking about his yellow real quick. Um, one, I love the visuals. I thought it was like professionally made. Like you don't, you don't get mm. those type of videos till you're like deep in the careers and and you meet the right videographers and cinematographers mm -hmm. to get to those those shots. Absolutely. But it's amazing that you're doing it. And what I noticed and what I appreciated about your music, especially that song, <clears throat> was your Spanish flow. Man, your mm. Spanish flow is killer. It's like killer. It's like right on. It's well pronounced. You know, it's it's man. And that song, it was dope. Right. You went, you know, English, Spanish. And that to me is like a revolutionary act in itself because you're not negating the the imposed conquest, but you're rising from it. Right. Because you're mm -hmm. you're implementing your indigenous um, your indigeneity. Right. And so I wanted to ask. Um, can you break down your name for us, dude? That's a dope name. Yeah. And I want to do, I want to give you the honor to break that name out because you're, you're one of the lucky ones that got named, I'm sure by your parents to, to follow this path, right? Like here's your name. Absolutely. This is your shield. Yeah. You're going to go into the world and your shield is going to be your name. Shuteska mm. Donatu. That's a powerful mm. name, brother. Can you please, you know, elaborate? Yeah, no, I, I, I'm very blessed. I'm very, very grateful to, to have carried my name my, my entire life. And it's funny, I look back at different folks at different times and be like, yo, bro, no one can say your name. Like, as an artist, you got to change that. We can't market that. Uh, and it's so funny because I think these titles, these monikers that the artists carry or the different people hold, um, there's there's not the same kind of like ceremonial connection. I think in, in you know, American culture or... Um, if you can call it a, a culture it, mm -hmm. in a lot of communities, you know, there's not that same level of, of connection to, to our names. Um, and, and again, like there, there are very few of us who, who are lucky enough to, to come up with families who are connected to the culture. Mm -hmm. A lot of us spend our whole lives looking for that, searching for Kalpuli, for our community, for our mm -hmm. homes. Mm -hmm. Um, so I received my name, shoot this guy, Donatiu, um, in the Black Hills, actually, in, in, in Paisapa, um, in South Dakota, when I was six weeks old, uh, with a naming ceremony with my grandfather um, and different Lakota elders as well that were present just to help um, pray for my family and for my journey. And um, it was, you know, in our, in, our, in our culture, one of the ways which we name children is, is by reading the Tonalamak, mm. which is like a reading of the stars and, and, and of the sky, essentially, during the time and the day and the place that the child was born. Um, and from that, you know, the name is, is selected by the elders and, and presented to the parents. Um, and then, so, you know, the parents have like a couple options and, and pick one that they fit is good for my path and my journey. Shu, this got translates kind of rough, you know, the translations from Nahuatl to Spanish and Nahuatl to English are always a little tricky, but Absolutely. basically like turquoise mirror, espejo de turquesa. Oh, um, 
symbolically like reflecting the, the reflection of the sky on the ocean um and and tonatiu which is is el, el padre sol the, the sun um so a very a very i think important part of of my artistry of my story of the, of the lyrics that i write of you know is is grounded in that in that name and I, and i talk about it in el cielo in el cielo as well like you know talking about how the elders gave me my name like that's just like written into the story in that song even um so i'm glad you asked but yeah it's i'm, I'm grateful and I'm, and i'm privileged and i'm humbled really to carry that name and um and encouraged by you know other young folks doing the work to begin to take back different parts of our culture whether it's the food the naming our our ceremonies our games our traditional dances like there's so many different ways that, that people and especially i think the younger generation is reclaiming space um reclaiming political frameworks that exist actually outside of like the european idea of of politics and and are more communal and community centered um but anyway so yeah i'm, I'm grateful to, to hold that with me as an artist well i mean the, that was beautiful the, that the name the the way it was given to you and how you carry it is very evident and and you know mm-hmm. when you slow down life enough to to see the simplicity of it right it's a very powerful name but look at how much you've done so far and you know from the studies that i've had in in my obviously in the mexica culture and all the all native cultures i just consider myself native indigenous that's it i'm all of it at the same time mm-hmm. um but in that in that sense they used to talk about los niños abuelos right the young mm-hmm. elders and when time is crucial that the abuelos will give us someone like that right and look at mm-hmm. how young how articulate you are how unapologetic and gentle that just shows the essence of mexica ways not connecting it directly but just the teachings that were given to you and how the tonalamat is now deeply deeply rooted inside your heart and so that message mm-hmm. is very very clear um what's your future man what, what what's 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 going to be next in 2021 other than obviously i know we have some projects that we haven't heard but we're going to push this mistape we're going to we're going to play on yeah. zoom we're going to play on zoom <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean the whole performance is um we'll see and you know, we're not going to be touring for a minute you know so the mm-hmm. whole the whole zoom performance is is not not quite my style i haven't been inspired by that yet but we definitely speaking on just like the spanish flow and and the multilingual flow um one of my visions you know in the next year or two is just to be an aguablante to do the work and put it in and study the language to be able to speak nahuatl more wow. fluently and i grew up around it and i'm i'm like blessed to grow up with more than a lot of folks um because my pops and my grandfather you know they they learned it when they were coming up wow. um but yeah so i definitely want to reclaim that language and incorporate that into the art but we have a handful of different projects coming up Um, I work with another artist named True from Limar Park from South Central LA whose roots are in Belize actually mm. are my relatives to the south of of mm. Mexico mm. um and we put out a project this year right before the pandemic hit titled Voice Runners mm. so we we started this group actually called Voice Runners and so we definitely have a project on the way that's going to be shared with the world and I think our two identities our two energies our two flows and creative styles come together in such a powerful way him being both, you know, a black man from South Central and having those connections, those indigenous roots to, you know, to Belize, to that community. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, it's, it's very beautiful to have that presence and he taught me a lot about expressing and exploring identity through our music. 
you know and so the follow-up project to voice runners vr2 like that is going to be really significant this coming year um and and low-key like i've been just really in a space of learning and, and trying to just like humble myself i think i spent a lot of my life people telling me i'm all these things and and you know really really believing in me and believing in my voice and, and all these different things um and i'm grateful for that and at the same time i feel like i just have so much that i'm still learning every day um, and i think i've outgrown a lot of the spaces that i used to organize in and that i used to do community work in mm. and as you're saying los niños abuelos the the young elders the youth that, that carry this special wisdom. I don't think I'm actually unique in that. You know, I think there are so many members of our generation, young indigenous leaders, young, you know, non-indigenous youth too, who carry a really strong voice that, Absolutely. That, and a strong will to reshape the future. So mm. I'm excited to kind of explore and and potentially create and, and invest my energy into some new projects to really support indigenous voices, young indigenous youth and in, in sharing their, their truth, their art, their stories with the world and really diving into what does this alternative world look like? We're talking about abolition, you know, in a mm -hmm. lot of organizing spaces right now. Mm -hmm. Well, what does that actually look like in practice for our communities? And what and what does that give us the opportunity to rebuild, mm -hmm. to reimagine? And so the music weaves into that, into the larger vision. And I think at the end of the day, it's like, how do we just correct our relations with one another, with the planet, with all, all of our relatives, with all beings? Um, and I think young people hold a really important key to that. So I'm definitely going to continue pushing the envelope. And I have some projects kind of under the ground that have been bubbling for a minute that I'm excited to do in that space. But um, just continuing the journey of learning, you know, learning every day, reading more, studying more, sitting with elders, hopefully once the pandemic makes it safe for us to be, you know, once it's safer for us to travel. And uh, I was really looking forward to spending some time in Mexico last year and wasn't able to make it down. But, um, you know, as things continue to open up, um, hopefully in a good way, we'll be able to return to that more fluid lifestyle <laughs> well i mean absolutely i know because i know your your early career your early career was more activism you know and you did have your mm -hmm. talent in rapping and and now it just seems like you know working with you know high profile artists like nako you know will be like you know make you go wow i can make a living off of this and i can put all of my energy in what i love which is sharing the message that was given to me from the elders right from from the the people born. that inspire you <laughs> to want to make change because you i mean in your early career um because i really, I really want to focus more on the music side of things but in your early career you were very passionate about that and that's what made you mm. so successful now I, w I can't wait till you apply that same focus and energy into art because art mm. is a blank canvas it doesn't have a a foundation, a book, it doesn't have any of that. It has to, it has to revolve around you and who you know, who is teaching you this ethereal thing that you're Absolutely. doing, right? This inspiration that's invisible, that creeps into people's hearts and goes, "Oh wow, I want to read about this," or "Or this is who I am," right? You know, you do that Absolutely. with your music. So the new music that I've heard, like Moments, really encapsulate that without being so overbearing mm. on on. Uh, more on a humanitarian level, not specifically connected to indigenous. Like my artwork is specifically connected to philosophies, even mm -hmm. the, the dark side of, of, of what we call our culture, right? Like mm -hmm. confronting the truth, right? Understanding that colonial and, and, and um, religious institutions really, really disrupted our way to the best of their ability, but we're now we're back. And that's what I'm trying Absolutely. to explain with you and your music. 
and your journey, mm. you know, so absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I think, uh, I think native indigenous youth are, um, you know, I think still in, in today's day and age, there's so many limitations that are placed onto indigenous people, onto our youth. Um, I think a, a big part of, of this whole convert, larger conversation now of decolonization is is storytelling and like, how are we reclaiming and, you know, space through the stories that we tell. Um, and that's why I've been so grateful to work with different visual artists and different storytellers of different mediums to help flush that out and actually imagine new visions that we can share with the world of who we are, of how we express ourselves. Um, not even to further define ourselves, but to further like break down these these misconceptions and, and these barriers by proudly standing in our power as creatives, as artists, as storytellers, as entrepreneurs, as visionaries, as community organizers. You know, however it, it takes space. Um, but yeah, I think as my music continue, you know, you're very correct. The the majority of my of my of my youth, of my younger years, you know, maybe from like ten years old until until seventeen, I was hardcore, like just really in in the organizing space you know as a as a spokesperson as as traveling and speaking and in, in and out of the united nations in these different spaces these different political spaces um these different legal spaces who in the government like those those works were important and and at the same time it's been beautiful um the lockdown has given me an opportunity to to be still and to start to think okay like what would happen if we invested our energy into the art and the music in the way that i've spent the majority of my life running around as a spokesperson um, and really also thinking about like, what does the world need and what do these moments need? And I think both the pandemic and, you know, the movement for black lives, that up, that whole uprising, the social justice uprising, the awakening in, in many ways that it, it took place in our culture and our community of, you know, it's, it's giving us this opportunity to rethink how we engage in, in, and for me as someone who has been, you know, presented to the world as, as a leader, it's like, how do you lead it in these times? Uh, and it's not always our part to play, to be upfront, you know, and I think my music gives me a beautiful opportunity to um, exist with the art form in front of people, not me as a brand or as just a, as a voice or like a spokesperson or a speaker for my people necessarily, but just like as a, as a creator and as an artist and someone who can contribute through my verses, through my vocals, through the songs that I craft, the projects, the visuals and, um, and I really love the collaborative element of that because you don't make albums alone. You don't make, you know, these projects by yourself. You don't bring these visuals to life by yourself. And so it's really humbling for me to continue to ask those questions and to invest more and more time, energy, life force, spirit into the art. And yeah, I just can't even wait for the world and for y'all to hear as how it continues to evolve and develop and grow. Well, I mean, the, the key thing to an artist is to learn organization and to learn a focus and to learn um, um, certain boundaries. Um, I know I, it took me years to do that. I mean, I've been playing music or, or producing music for 22 years and I never reached the levels that you did, um, but I know what type of organizational skills it needs to take. And, and, and the fact that you have that already and you have a clear focus, like that's, that's the thing that brings about your activism is that it was focused. It was very clear. So, when you can already do that and apply it to a song or a video or some sort of message, whatever you decide to do, it's going to be very powerful. Shoot that guy. I mean, it's like, it's, it's, we're, we're happy on LA natives that you're an indigena youth that is really, really, really developing right in front of our eyes. So 
you know, hopefully in the future, because I know Armando, we put together shows here in Los, in Los Angeles, you know, Armando and I, and our idea is to get mm -hmm. gather the powerful indigenous individuals and to come to the city that blasts everything out to the world. You know, Los mm -hmm. Angeles alone, just growing up here, <clears throat> gives you some sort of a, a pass to walk around the world. And, and, you know, coming from LA Natives, if we could share your music with our community, man, that's, that's going to be their blessing because you are a very mm -hmm. talented and wise individual, brother. Appreciate that. When we're talking about the youth and stuff, do you mind me asking what's your age? Yeah, I turned 20 last year, so I'll be turning 21 in May. Wow, that's wow. crazy. For ourselves as well, you know, I'm a traditional birth worker and stuff. And I do believe that, you know, when we conceive our children and throughout the whole entire pregnancy and birth and stuff, you know, we already know what that baby's going to come with. And Totonalama is great to get that connection with. And ourselves too, we named all our children with their traditional names after they were born as well. So we also have four boys with traditional names, just like yourself. So it's beautiful to be that inspiration and we also have a 20 year old um so it's beautiful that you are that inspiration for that next generation yeah man you could see that Absolutely. you know if you put your heart and your focus and and look at how much you've achieved bro you, you started your career at 12 right 12 10 mm -hmm. or 12 and now you're Something like around there yeah yeah like now you're like back in the day when i was 13 it's like <laughs> <laughs> you had already done so much by that age and and it, like i said but that Shoot. just shows his your spirit has been here before. That's what I see. Yeah, you're you know? you're a true warrior, brother. Yeah, you know how to sure. navigate. You you do it with such poise. I, I remember seeing this little clip in the documentary that that I was you know you know watching about you, and you're standing in front of that fire, and you you have a fan, and you're holding that fan, and you could see your your breath and how you're talking to the fire. It almost like the fire took you right, and and everybody else mm -hmm. is witnessing this event that that. It's very intimate and sacred. And you you took that ball and you went, oh, look, I could create other little songs that, that do the same mm -hmm. thing for the masses of people. Right. Because I know what it did for me just seeing that little clip. Right. Going, wow, mm -hmm. look at this brother humbled his whole entire self at a young age and connected with the force that he will never figure out. But he knows how to use it so well. Right. Like an arrow, like mm -hmm. someone gave you a bow and arrow and you just became like this master archer. Boom, 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 hitting it's people's hearts. You know what I mean? It's like, it's incredible yeah. to see. That's I'm just excited to interview you, brother. I just want you to know that I'm a big yeah. fan of you. A big fan of your That's spirit. A big fan of your For music, real. but more of who you are, a spirit man. A man that just came up and said, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this, and I'm going to do it with confidence. And, there, and there's going to be slippery slope, and I'm going to have disappointments. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I'm sure that you experienced all of it, all of it at a young age. All of it, absolutely. Yeah, no, I think it's um, it's been a good journey and uh, so many different layers to it. And I think the beautiful thing about hip hop and hip hop as an art form, as as a culture of its own, um, is that I think it gives us the opportunity to experience freedom in these in different ways. Mm. Um, and I think art is a very unique uh, space that we can tap into to tell our stories to do our work and, and whether it's you know the organizing because like i think this year i've been i've been exploring lots of different avenues of organizing of you know understanding political movements understanding um decolonial theory in these different ways and reading these different authors and i think it all applies and to to the art and i think 
this ceremonial upbringing and the spiritual upbringing from my father and kind of being raised in in this traditional way that funnels itself in, into the art you feel me so i guess like i guess what i'm trying to say is like the music is is a catalyst you know for for what is within us um and it's not that you know the artist is one part of me and the activist is the other part and you know it's like the the, the it's it's the voice it's like that's that sacred you know projection of, of our spirit through how we speak and and um I think we all we all have that in us in these different ways you know whether it is expressing that through artistry or through midwifery you know or helping mothers like bring children into the world or helping you know relatives bring children into this world like um you know as you were saying so i think there's there's so many different ways that we can express that and, and i'm just i'm humbled so to have grown up in a community that is so supportive and I think that's that's one thing that, I, that i've seen kind of watching different episodes of this podcast and, and looking at the work that y'all do too is um our journey to understanding our own indigeneity in itself is a, is a process, mm. you know, it is not an, it is not a journey that is linear or mm. simple mm. or as easy as taking some kind of test of our blood that tells us, you know, what percentage makes us, you know, from these cultures and these communities is deeper than all of that. Um, and it's different for each and every one of us. And I think the nuances of these experiences as indigenous people, um, are what make like the, the pain of where we come from and, and the beauty of where we come from um, such an incredible like learning experience as we go through this and, and there's no one real native or right way to be indigenous or to express that and I think I'm just really inspired by the native youth you know and creatives who are out there redefining and challenging and, and, and discovering themselves in their own ways um, and I think in, in, the, in the Mexica community and, and you know talking about understanding LA um, as a guest on that land, you know, as Chicano people, as, as people from, you know, south of this imaginary border mm. or with family or with lineage south of this imaginary border residing in Tongva land on, in L.A. Mm. Um, it's also a very particular kind of experience as indigenous people. And, and I was talking to a friend of mine who was Lakota the other day and I was chopping it up. And he was asking me all these questions and I was just talking to him about, you know, how I came up, my relationship as an indigenous person who doesn't have a reservation, who mm. doesn't have a community in that same way that many of our relatives up here have, mm. but the ability to still interact with and connect with our kin and be held in ceremony if we follow protocol, if we come respectfully, if we ask permission. Mm. Um, and it, it was just really beautiful to, to like discuss that with other indigenous youth who come from different backgrounds, but we have this common journey mm. of discovery, of understanding. And, and through me, hip hop has been an opportunity for me to make that voice my own. You know, and, and uh, you know, recently I just want to shout out um, MF Doom, who just recently mm. was announced that he passed yes. in October, who was one of the greatest lyricists and in, in minds in hip hop, in, in my opinion. Mm. Um, but you look at different artists that I think take this art form and transform it through their journey and through their experience. And I don't think that many indigenous artists in general in any genre have had the opportunity yet to share their light with the world. And so this isn't even really just about me and my artwork. I'm hyped for a whole generation of indigenous creatives in all different, you know, avenues to rise up and, and to change storytelling and change, you know, the ways in which we express ourselves through these different art forms as we continue to find our way on this journey of, of who we are, being indigenous, of being um, relatives to one another and to this earth. I'm looking forward to just like continue to develop that and see how the whole, our whole generation really pushes the envelope in that way. Well, I mean, I, I, the type of music you make and the type of songs that are created come from the survival of genocide. 
So they're going to be powerful, impactful, sad, uh, sometimes even aggressive. You know, I've worked with people that are very angry about that situation. You know, they, we, we, you know, and growing up in Los Angeles, we're like a multimedia capital. So we got access to a lot of things very early on in, in, in our study and, and implementing it into our music. Like in 1999, we were already studying about like the Illuminati and all these secret societies mm-hmm. and stuff like that. You know, and then L.A. came in with the then in 94, we got indigenous because, you know, the rise up of the Zapatistas and. And so all this developed here in, 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 a, in, in somewhat of a scene. And so you go to ceremony and you try to apply that. And, and we, and we kind of stumble a little bit because we don't have a reservation, nor do we have proof that we are connected to this mystical place that has been erased, supposedly, by this conqueror mm-hmm. that came from Europe, right? So mm-hmm. the songs are dynamic, in that way they they create this mysticism of or or they they create these feelings inside people you know again i'll reference you know i'm sure he's probably one of the persons that you liked working with is nako man when i heard his first music when we saw him in santa monica before he uh released aloha and became a phenomenon i mean that i'm I'm sure that that experience and now you get to tailor it and go Mm -hmm. now i get to tell my story of it how do I feel about this mm. disconnection and and how mm. can I reconnect to the earth when everyone told me in these books that this civilization is gone and past and dead and you're not right. even you know what I mean? Like And I wanna chime in. Yeah. You know, you you know, shouting out MF Doom, like you being twenty years old, bro, like, you know, if you step into my shoes, I run a website called Underground Hip Hop Blog and man, I don't know much twenty year olds that could reference MF Doom right now. Well see, that's the Can you that, tell them the story mm. of how I found out my 20 year old was the reason how I found out he was in the shower and he just starts yelling and he's all mom, mom, MF doom passed away. And he's also that was 20. So devastating. Right. And, and, and you guys are 20, you know, so I think we got to give it up to us as parents that are continuing and teaching <laughs> our children, these dope ass, Bless you know, hip hop MCs. That such underground, a that underground influence is what you have. Yeah. Right. So yeah. I want to ask Absolutely. you like throughout your journey of making music and making, you know, hip-hop when did you start incorporating your indigenous uh, mexica uh you know substance and subject matter or was it just right off the cuff off your first mixtape or off your first project yeah i mean <laughs> yeah i mean i've been writing songs for for a minute and, and you look back at all the, all the old stuff that i've written and put out and um i think the the subject matter you know has, has always very much been like a, a unfiltered reflection of, of my reality of my space and one one thing that's really interesting about you know songs and song the songs that we carry like I, I was really introduced to music through ceremony at first you know really like the first time and, and learning a lot of stories as a, as a little kid that the songs that were passed on in the households are what helped us survive you know genocide and mm. and continue to carry on our culture mm. um and so I think it always positioned itself as a very important responsibility as, as a songwriter, as somebody who created this music. Um, but yeah, the, the subject matter, you know, incorporating those parts of my identity from 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 the jump, I would say basically. And I think it was it's it's until recently that I've I've been really challenging myself to uh, expand my understanding of of just expand the creativity of how we present those stories and how we present that subject matter, right? Because 
you know, 50 indigenous rappers can can get on a song and like, you know, tell tell stories that are maybe parallel to one another. Um, and at the same time, like I, I, I listen to some music out there and, and from different indigenous artists and I'm like, I, I know that, that we can go deeper, you mm. know, than, than, than the story that is, that is, that I hear told a lot, like mm. in these records. Mm. And, um, and so I'm, I'm and, and not to throw shade at anybody, like that's what I'm saying, like this whole process of being an artist is a journey. Absolutely. Mm. Um, so I'm definitely, I think El Cielo and I think, you know, connecting that identity of being indigenous and being an, an immigrant and being the son of the family of, of immigrants, right? Of people who have, who have suffered from family separation because of this human-made border, you know, that subject matter and telling the story through that lens, not even from a political perspective, but from just like this human relational perspective, I think was, was an important part of continuing to develop that. And as, as you were saying, Zero, like just the, the range of emotions of being an indigenous person mm. when talking about and expressing and exploring our situation or our experiences mm. are so vast, you know, rage, anger, love, pain, mm. resilience, um, and it goes deeper than that. And there's, no, no, no. Yeah. I think that, and, and just, we were mentioning, you know, MF Dome and, and being also kind of a product of, of underground hip hop too. Like, yeah, that's all he was. He was, he was, he was a student. He wasn't even famous until he did that thing with Danger Mouse, like in terms of the mainstream, you know what I mean? Where everybody's like, mm. you know, you had to know about Doom, you know, you had to know about Mad Lib and Quasimodo and, you know, the, the projects that he did with, you know, these amazing producers that come from Los Angeles. And, you know, that's that's mm. that's hopefully the 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 thing that happens with you is that you you just really dig deep into your art, because as you could see, art, I mean, Doom has been doing it for what, 40? <laughs> he, he was part of KMD. Yeah, I mean, he goes way back to the 80s, right? Like it's 80s. And then, yeah. you know, it, it didn't get to kids who thought it was cool to wear that kind of mask. And, you know, and then what I loved about Doom was that he would send other people out and do, not do a show. And he was very controversial in that well, way. Well, the story behind the mask is when his brother died, when he was part of that group in the commercial lane, uh-huh. um, you know, they treated him like crap. You know, the mainstream, you know, executives. Yeah. So he basically, you know, went with the mask as a as a as a statement. Yeah. Against the machine, uh, you know, going against the grain. And it worked out in his favor. And he's he's an iconic hip hop figure. man. Forever. And for the underground hip hop community, he's like top notch. Right. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. And he was able to shape, I think, all of hip hop culture throughout his lifetime in, in ways without having to be like a chart topping pop artist. Um, and I think because his music and because the ways in which he expressed himself and told stories and his lyricism, his creativity, his ingenuity, his mystique, all these different things. Um, you know, I was talking to a friend the other day, like just chopping it up about his his passing. And we're like, when you found out about Emma Doom, you felt you feel like you found out about like a, a secret, like a like a hidden secret. Yeah. A gem, right? That other people, you know, not a lot of people know about. Um, and he was both like a superhero and a and an artist. You know, it was like both of these things, especially because when we were younger, we'd see them and be like, bro, what, I mean, what I is mean, going on? Doom was so creative. I, I I love his beats because when his production, he uses cartoon samples. He uses, you know, uh, yeah. uh, I, I told my 20-year-old, you know, <clears throat> he used to watch Cartoon Network. And they used to always pass this commercial and it was Doom's beat. And my son was only mm-hmm. like seven or six and so he's you know yelling to his mom he's like mom mom so-and-so died and i go i go oline i go don't 
I go, you used to listen to him. He's like, really? How old was I? And I was like, well, I used to watch Cartoon Network. So every time he saw the commercial, it was his beat. And he's like, oh, that's crazy. Mm. I didn't know that. So, he, I mean, he had a lot of cartoon influence. And, and he had some mystique and that, that comic book feel. And, and it's, it's cool that you have that knowledge because I know you're going to apply it to your, your future, right? Because we take from these great individuals and, and we try to apply it in our own way. You know, how, how, um, you know, whatever. I, I mean, I, when I saw the mask, Armando, I was like, how, how can I make a mask? How can I do one? <laughs> it's like you want well, to fight and, him so and, daily. And you yeah. know what? In the hip hop game, how I see it, you know, you can't really hate on a guy that you don't know how he looks like. Yeah, exactly. It's another good gimmick right there, you know? When he was old, he was an older <laughs> cat, right? Like, I mean, he was in yeah, the yeah. 80s, he was already. So, I mean, age was, was, was you know, the industry couldn't. At that time, we'll, we'll, we'll judge you and, and do all that. But that's the beauty about the platform that we're on now and how you can release this new mixtape. Um, I'm sorry, it did slip on mine, but um, uh, what's the name of the mixtape, brother? Run, runaway Tapes. There you go. Runaway Tapes. Runaway Tapes. And Moments, man, that shit was on repeat on my thing, dude. I just, I really yeah. liked that song. Moments was dope. Cielo was dope on the Spanish you, flow. I mean... You, you got so much talent, brother, and I'm sure you got about 50,000 songs ready to be released and worked on and, and mastered. So and yeah, I mean, that, that yeah, talk, live, talk live about your process. What, what's your process like? What, what do you do? Do you have to be in studio? Do you just kind of take moments? Do you walk around? What's your process? How do you get to this place of, of the message? I used to think that I would write better when I was in transit, when I was like going from place to place on an airplane. And then I just slowing down and not traveling everywhere. I realized like, nah, that's really just like the only time I had mm. was, you know, so it's not <laughs> even that I, that I wrote better or that I was a more talented lyricist or more creative when I was in motion or between places. But that's just like when I had space to breathe and to do creative stuff. And now that I've, you know, been at home, like in my little home studio, cooking um the process is, is just continue to grow and evolve and, and I, i'm really grateful that i've been in la actually in in october end of october beginning of november for like three weeks and just did a bunch of sessions with with different producers um nice so you're coming here and too. just yeah yeah there's 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 just different producers that i've connected with in la that it's been really really fire to be able to to get in the space with different creative folks. Um, I, I mean, I love producers who have like that South of the Border influence type, um, you know, and exploring and, and messing with that more. So recently like that kind of creative process has been exciting for me. Who Who, uh, who is producing from LA? Who Can you mention them or? Yeah, I'm, work, I'm working with a handful of folks. Um, I mean, my boy True from South Central, we got in the studio and we did like, we can't. We walked out with like nine new demos for wow. a follow-up project to the Voice Runners album that we dropped this year. And um, there's one artist, this one producer named Sweet Sound, who has his own project, and he's really fire. He's from Texas. His family's from Mexico. Um, he's worked on a bunch of like reggaeton stuff and trap stuff, and just has uh, he plays and sings. And so to get in the studio with somebody else and, and write with them and sit with them and, and like 
co-create. You know, I'm all about that because like I used to make a bunch of beats when I was like 12 and stuff. And <laughs> now you make beats too? Wow. I mean, come on yeah, that. like 12, 13, 14, like I was making a bunch of beats. And so now I can go back in and I still have an ear for it. So that, to be with other creatives who are like open to working together and like I'm there and I'm sampling and I'm adding keys to different pieces. And I'm like, you know, what if we switch that? What if we reverse that, you know, trumpet sample or like whatever it is, you know? So it's been, it's been cool. I, I like those kind of spaces. It is like a little bit of a free flow. Um, do you know the language though? You have to know the language to, to be able to do that. And that's, I guess that's what I used to do too. I mean, when I produced all the records for El Vu, um, I, I, that, I just had to learn the language of how to talk to an engineer, what, what the process of like how to chop a sample. Um, um, but I'm like, traditionally, like I take the production of like Rick Rubens. I don't really like, if I made the beat doesn't mean that I produced it. Producing it is like Mm -hmm. making a song. From a from the yeah, beginning to the end, which has its little intro and it has its little whatever's you know samples in in terms of what you're trying to 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 convey to the community, Absolutely. but but it's exciting to hear your process because like you know you're all flying out to LA and you know dropping nine tracks in one day. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it, it's, it's crazy. It's, it's, it's I think be the cool writing comes with the with the sound. You know, like as you cultivate the sound the production, the beat, the feel, like that is what, for me, pulls the lyrics out. Mm. And it pulls the story mm. out mm. for me. And and I think because before I was even writing music, I was playing keys. Mm. I was playing piano, like as a little kid, like oh, okay. seven years old, you know, started learning the keys and started understanding rhythm and melody. And from there, sort of making beats and flowing and poetry and, and kind of putting that into this like hip hop context. Um, and so, yeah, I'm all about like having the production be developed and, and that kind of like pulling the, the, the music out of it. So. Absolutely. Brother, yeah. I, I don't want to put you on the spot, but I think people should hear your poetry, man. Do you mind doing like some sort of a mm. freestyle, some verse that you got for our community? Is that too much on the spot? It's cool if you say no, because I don't want to be like pressuring, but you know how we are. I mean, we're trying to share poetry. We're trying to have our community really get a sense of who you are. You know what I mean? What do you think? He's Absolutely. really thinking about it. He's Absolutely. Really... Did I throw a curveball at you? Did I throw a curveball at you, Shu? No, I, I was wondering. I was like, is this is this going to be the vibe, you know, where um, you're going to ask me to do a verse? It's cool um, if you don't, bro. Don't worry. Dude. No, no, it's all good. No, no, no. I'm, I'm down. I'm down. I'm just trying to. The whole life chat is I got like, one. I got, go I, got a, I mean, I got a couple. Do it, man. Do it. We need to be inspired. <laughs> no, for real, for real. No, you know right. what? You know what make you feel better? Like I'll share shit. one too. Um, you share one. I'll share one. We'll both share one. There you go. We put ourselves on the spot. <laughs> the, Do I want to lower your fan right. in the back? As as the host, <laughs> I'm a, wait, are you down to start? Are you down to go first? You want me to go first? <laughs> while this dry, yeah, while this dryer finishes going crazy. All right. That's See now, now I feel live, now I feel your energy, like my heart's all pumping. But here we go. I sit and meditate. And give thanks and praises to what Omateo creates. As the gods test my faith, we keep closer to the date. The great change. I know it sounds strange, but everything will change. The seeds of the ancients have started to bloom. Erasing the past and the ways of doom. This is prophecy, no longer a mystery. A new world history foretold by my ancestry. Ancient mystics guide my footsteps. Prepare me for what's next. This road is long, but the ancient songs keep me strong. Walking along this red road and the warmth of the sun shields me from the cold. The wind in my face and the earth in my 
my feet in the center of the circle where all directions meet, re-entering the womb of Tonantzin, awakening my genetic memory, immerse myself in ancient ceremonies. Joey. Ometeo. That's fire. Thank you. Thanks, thanks for sharing, bro. A whole um, man. Yeah, okay, let me get this. <laughs> See, you know, all summer I've been in writing mode. I've been straight up in writing mode and in the studio, so like half these verses I don't have memorized yet. But Look, brother, whatever you share is amazing and powerful. Thank you. You are a great artist and you are one of our leaders bro, <laughs> Thank you, bro. it's Speaking one of our leaders heart. and i'm sorry to do this live but this is what we do right i'm gonna put other people no, on the spot too so no, bro, this, this is what is we do this is hip-hop this is hip-hop Hijo de mi pueblo, también lejos me espera. Ya prendimos fuego, ahora miro como vuelo. Todo lo que tengo es más que el dinero. No trae luz, no me cura nada. Tan profundo el mundo abajo. Yo espero que tú te escapes. Me dijeron que no pierdas en lo que pasa. When people with their hands up, you can show yourself out if you came to see something average. How's that go? You got it, bro. You go with the hands up. You can show yourself out if you came to see something average. We came as a family fucking industry standard. I'd rather drown together than leave my fam behind. Without them, I wouldn't have shit. I hope you can feel the magic. I'm living life. I'm living life grounded, steady, finding the balance. Raised by warriors, ready for any challenge. You hype on the small smiles. We were born to ride Mavericks. This is the turning of the tides. There I was, six years old, my eyes wide open. I saw the storm city swallowed by the ocean. Humanity messed up. Look at the world broken. Mm. I want to see the borders open. I wrote this music. It was something I found hoping. My generation finally seeing the web woven. Everything is connected. My generation was chosen to guide the way to the light. Oh you God. see, this is our movement. We walk on roads paved by every great leader of every revolution. We doing it our way. The power of the people is more powerful than people in power. I believe that this will be our finest hour. Oh, man. Wow. Damn, brother. Yo, another level, bro. You're dope, man. I'm telling you, that Spanish flow is just killer, bro. Like, I love that. I'm, I'm excited hit, for the Spanish word. Straight to the heart. That was some beautiful it's heart true. medicine. Thank you for sharing, bro. I know I put you on the spot. I know. I do. Oh, I've done it. He came back with fire. Dude, though. he came back with like, he blew me away. Like another level. This brother, I was so excited for our community to really, really get to know you. Shoot that, shoot that, Um, Because I know how powerful you are. And I know your intention is pure. Because you know that when we make a connection with that juego, with that tataware, that it's, the intention is pure, it has to be pure. If it, it won't reach, it won't reach its level, you know, if, if it's not pure and beautiful and with the intention of the next seven generations that we, that we're trying to cultivate here in a good way, not with hatred, but with a mm -hmm. firm foot in the soil, you know, just like the danzantes, they, they taught you their feet are firmly on the soil when they do those danzas, you know? When they connect to Donansin mm. and they and and they're following the Wewe. I, I see that when I hear your music, brother. I see that. I, I just right now in your verse, mm. I saw that that spirit dancing right here in front of our altar. 
I had my eyes closed, my head was bobbing. Mm. I'm really proud of you, brother. I'm proud to be in the hip hop indigenous community with you. And I appreciate you, man. I appreciate you taking the time to come on LA Natives and spend some time with us, brother. Absolutely appreciate y'all for the time. It was a pleasure. So, um, what do we have to look forward to in uh, in this new year coming up? Definitely. Is there, is there a release yeah, coming we, we soon? Just, is there a release coming soon? Yeah, we, we soon. Yeah, I would say I would say we'll probably get something out. We'll probably have a project out by by like the end of spring. We'll have something out by the end of spring, and we just dropped the visuals for the last track of the project. Uh, and, moments mm-hmm. um so if you haven't seen you haven't people those video visuals definitely go check that out um you can find me follow me at shoot this x-i-u-h-t-e-z-c-a-t-l i'm sure it'll be in the show notes and all that but um yeah we just dropped the music video we definitely got i'm gonna be in la again yeah, i'm probably under this month incubating creating finishing some stuff up um but yeah i'm, I'm definitely excited and we have several projects albums visuals um, coming out next year. I think end of spring, we'll definitely see something. So excited to be back on the show at some point as well. So again, thank y'all for taking the time. So, so absolutely. So let's, let's, let's ask some questions um, from the fans. We have one right here on the screen. Um, ask him what he thinks about geoengineering, AKA weather modifications, question mark. Wow. They hit you with the big one. <laughs> geoengineering. What do you um, think, brother? It was, it was nice and sunny today in Portland. I appreciated that. <laughs> I, I, I ain't too read up on on that topic. I see. Personally, but, I see. Um, Is there anybody else? I'm, I'm open open to listen. <laughs> <laughs> Is there anything? Bay Area. Well, you know what? I wanted to tell right Armando. here, right here. Are you coming back to the Bay Area soon? Um. Yeah, my heart wants to be there and live there <laughs> um, oh, wow. at some point in my life. I'm, I'm gonna live in the Bay Area for sure. Sweet. Um, we the last the last show we did right before lockdown. Uh, was in the Bay on the 29th. It was the album release show for the Voice Runners Project. Um, and so I am really excited. That's going to be one of the first places we play a show once things open up again. Um, I have some of the artists out there that I want to record with. All depending on this whole pandemic, John. Um, so we'll see what goes down with that. But yes, we'd love to return to the Bay Area. Well, Armando, I wanted to see, like, you're coming back. You're going to come back to Los Angeles soon, man. You got to get him on this, the mic sesh, bro. Yes, like, for sure. Underground for sure. Pop, if, you gotta, if, if you yeah, have any uh, in, any way, um, the next time you're in L.A., we keep it safe. You just come into our studio, drop a dope, you know, uh, mic session that we do. We've worked with some of the best independent underground hip hop names you could think of, brother. Trippy you know, red. Um, I mean, you know, I've, I've, my last shows, I, I hosted two back to back Griselda Records events. We sold both of those out. There's like, they're quite possibly some of the biggest hip hop groups right now. Right. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, uh, obviously. And, and Canadian hip hop, you know, I got my homie Dax killing it out there. Yeah. You know, um, you know, I'm a huge uh, Swollen Members fan. I don't know if you, if you know about Swollen Members and Mad Child mm. out, out there from Canada, no. but, you know, like, I love Canadian hip hop. Nice. Yeah, I remember touring yeah. with El Vu That's out dope. there. So, talking was about really artists, uh, we have a live chat question. Um, what are your top five hip hop artists? Yeah, who do you listen to? Okay, just off top, I would say Lauren Hill, Kendrick Lamar. Um, I really like. I really been liking Duckworth. Um, I think Smino's Smino's tight and um, KRS One. Nice. Sure. That's, that's a nice a, list. A hey, brother, have you heard of have you heard of a group called Rap de Luz? 
grab the loose. I have not actually. And just Check real quick out. on the top five, I just gotta, I just gotta shout out Nati Peluso real quick. Oh, uh-huh. um, uh-huh. oh. Who she's, I don't know, Spanish and also from Buenos Aires. Like yeah, man. Knows too. And she's fire, yo. She's been she the last project Calambre that she dropped. Nice, crazy, Sweet. absolutely. You know, yeah. I am half Argentinian. I'm a big Acru fan. And Zara my fan, mm. Homer fan. Like, there's some good Argentinian hip hop mm. coming out of Argentina right now. Yeah, yeah, they coming up, bro. They coming up. Like Latin America got some heat. For well, that, sure. that, that's but a- but for him being 20 years old, he is on the front lines of dope hip hop right now in Canada. Absolutely. And then to spice it up, being part of the indigenous hip hop genre, mm-hmm. that's even just makes it even better. Absolutely. I mean, it's it's something that we're trying to solidify. Like, there's, it's cool because you got hip hop culture, right? But then when it's coming from a, a an artist that has culture, you know what I mean, and is implementing it in hip hop, is the other way around. So it, we're trying to create this this um, community of indigenous artists that you know speak about whatever they speak about. There's no bias. There's no judgment. There's, I mean, we've we I know that reservation hip-hop is different from los angeles hip-hop from conscious hip-hop from you know hip-hop from across the country and even across the made-up borders right. so i mean it, it's all coming together and armando and our goal is to put it all into one massive tianguis where you go there and you you can buy a dope indigenous shirt like indigenous 1492 you can hear shutescat's music you can hear elvu music you can hear the the things that that culminated into this great change that our ancestors prophesized a long time ago, you know, with the mandate mm. of Cuauhtémoc. And man, it's been an honor for you to be, you know, taking some time out of your day to be on our podcast, man. We're, yeah, we're always going to remember this. This is a very important show. Yeah, if we don't, if we don't cross roads again, have a great career, brother. We really, really Gosh, respect you. Well, Thank you for I taking hope you the guys time. Cross, cross borders again because people are <laughs> yeah, asking for a possible mixtape between Zero and you guys. Oh man, I'm always, I'm always down to do music and 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 you know, yeah. People, if people feel that my message is relevant, oh, obviously they do feel my message is relevant, and mm-hmm. you know, let's make it. So uh, it's it's really shoot that quad, shoot that Scott's um, call, but I'm down, totally down. Well, you know what? Thank you for your time. I really appreciate it. Um, appreciate it. And you're, and you're killing it. Yeah, Continue bro. to Keep do what me. you're doing. Tiawi. Tiawi. Thank you. Oh. Thank you. Oh. Just to clarify in the comments, too, I'm not Lakota, just so people know my tribe. My people are Mexica, Mexica Nation, south of imaginary border, Mexico, Tenochtitlan, Mexico City. A whole so total island. We got to represent. But um, thank you all. Classic Amati. Appreciate your time. And yeah, we'll definitely connect again. A whole, Mateo. Thanks a lot, bro. Shoot that, Scott. Wow, that was an amazing conversation. Man, that dude is so articulate. That guy can really know. He know he's so confident in the interview. He's like doesn't stumble. He's like interviewing a fifty year old guy that's been in the industry, not a twenty year old guy. Yeah, man. That guy that guy has but, a you lot know, of experience. As you know, Zero, you know, I run a major independent hip hop website and I deal with a lot of twenty year olds. Yeah. In the game. Yeah. And man, the way he conducts himself. Ah. It is on a whole different level. He's so evolved. Yeah, he's so you know above his, but you know a lot more mature. For well, you said you, know, you saw him on CNN or something like that, right? Yeah, or, for sure. Like I mean, those kind of interviews are, are nerve wracking. I mean, when when I went to Mexico City and we got on, remember on Fox Sports and 
you know, it was like a tour, press tour thing. And it's like, when you have this big old studio and this famous, Victor you know, and Eric were super nervous. How is a 15-year-old kid not being nervous to get interviewed and right. something like that? On and, CNN and, and, yeah. and for him to not, you know, pander to the commercial scene or to have labels tell him, hey, write a certain way, it just goes to show, like, the power is in his hand. The ball's on his court. Well, I mean, he has tremendous success and, and a solid following. And obviously, he made songs with very massively powerful people. I mean, now, like how I asked him, like, was it off the cuff when he started making music? Was he all, you know, indigenous out? And he said, yeah, just yeah. like how you yeah. were making music. Now, a lot of indigenous hip hop artists started off making indigenous music. Absolutely. Well, my whole career has been about that, that there's never been a, a sway in my art. And, you know, you pay the price for it sometimes. So can you clarify his last statement? Like, hey, you know, for all the, you know, people in the chat, I'm not so-and-so, but I'm... Mashika. Mashika. Yeah, so what did so, he mean about that? So, well, obviously, Lakota are, are people from the... the oh, I forgot what area they're from. But they're a certain type of um, indigenous group, right? Or tribe or whatever. Usually they go by Dene. When you tell them Lakota, they're, oh, no, I'm Dene. And, and then you get there and they're like little clans in there. So there's always... A subject, but what he was trying to clarify is that he was of Mexica, which is the colonized, what they call Mexican, what they call Latino, you know. But he's very clear that he is of Mexica. He made it clear and much respect. Yeah, that's well, dope. because people were asking, you know, in the live feed, like, hey, what tribe is he from, you know? So he was just answering to the live feed and saying, hey, I'm not representing Lakota tribe, you know? But I think he represented it perfectly fine when he first started is that. Most people are always questioning, like, what tribe are you from? What tribe are you from? And we as L.A. natives always got that. What tribe are you from? You know, Absolutely. some of us don't need to be part of a tribe. Like you said, you know, this is this is heart medicine. This is medicine that has been gifted to him since he was six weeks old. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. it's beyond a tribe at this point. It's what's your intention for the next for the next seven generations? I think that's a better question. Who do you represent? You know, and he represents the Mexica um, Chicano, Chicana, gente Absolutely the next seven the generations raza, yeah. The raza that, that was beautiful That's cool to, you know, to be taught by your dad And your grandfather And to be somewhat familiar With the Nahuatl language And you know When, when, I, when I followed him Back in the day When he, w- he did a speech at the UN And I saw his name I was like Oh man there's another I can't wait to hear his music And then you hear his music It's like oh wow It's indigenous And it has indigenous You know undertones and so it was cool to talk to him man he was a he's a cool cat and hopefully we wish him nothing but success and hopefully the la natives community took grasps of the vast artists that are out there that are representing our community and people and by far you know for him to be interviewed on our podcast was exactly why we even created this podcast to put people on like him yeah like him like him, like Azomatli, like myself, like um, all indigenous individuals who said, I want to you know, I want to pivot to the left of the commercial lane. I want to be underground, which, you know, groups like, um, you know, uh, oh, God, what's the, Brother Jay. And, and back in the day, they they did that. They went hip hop, but they went. Egyptian culture so mm-hmm. you know us being like 15 16 year old kids and we saw that we're like well we could do that with native culture right and so that's what we started doing and so now he's refining it 
and now making it an art and 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 working with some very very powerful artists like Knuckle Bear. You know? Yeah, and, and you know he he's like the modern day immortal technique for the indigenous scene. From from he's definitely on it. his way over there. I, I don't know if he's as as politically charged as as technique because technique is really politically charged. His his whole career is about that, you know. But yeah. but and and it doesn't seem like shoot that shoot that guy has a complete indigenous thing that he's doing with his music. It's more about his interpretations of life, and he happens to be a native of this culture and he and he put and he drops these little these little dimes in there i think he's taking storytelling to the next level absolutely you know i think he's taking our stories and our elder stories and putting these dope ass beats behind them really hitting the youth with that trap beats and sharing our stories and the reggaeton beats because he sounded like he was working on reggaeton reggaeton stuff and i I, even cielo cielo's kind of like when i heard it i thought it was a love song and he explained it very well but um he has his foot in that commercial door and he has the potential. Why wouldn't you if you if you're on NBC and and, yeah. and reaching millions and millions of people? And 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 now when I heard moments and when I heard El Cielo and I heard uh, Runaway Tapes, it, it see like even the name Runaway Tapes, it doesn't have a strong indigenous name in it. Right. Mm-hmm. But it, it's brought to you by an indigenous artist. So, I mean, it was cool to to talk to him and, and really expose our community to these great artists that are out there these artists are are they it, it takes a lot of bravery like you know it's kali marie azoma atli all these young kids reclaiming their names like it's kali too you know? and and that was the prophecies of 2012 you know they said the abuelos said that we would reclaim ourselves that we would one day innately just understand who we are and that's that that's our road that's our path and and these are these artists that we're putting in front of you are the signs and the symbols to direct you to to your mirror it's it's your own mirror really you know you can you can struggle and try to read every book and try to understand the greed of humanity or the greed of europeans actually the greed of 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 you know the church state you know, because they go after everything and they subvertly, covertly, you know, have their hands in everything. So to reclaim yourself as an indigenous artist, to do that kind of a message and to really do it effectively. Right, Armando? Yeah. And, and if you like what you're hearing and watching, please support all of our socials. Go on our Facebook, like it, share that page, follow us on Instagram, follow us on Twitter. Um, we're on YouTube subscribe um, to and our for website. our returning visitors um and loyal L- natives how do you guys like the new look we have a nice little you know overlay on the bottom um we're able to do side by sides now mm. and we're always progressing right is there we're always going to get better at what we're doing here at la natives mm. and um i'm just really excited absolutely i mean it's it's lining up really nice um this is our seventh show. This is our seventh show, our seventh and show. we have our merchandise up. Yeah, yeah. they're all limited edition pieces. Website. You know, we, we're trying to bring quality, sourced and printed in LA by hand. Yeah, keep so that what in are we mind. Talking about when we're talking about merchandise, t-shirts, t-shirts. You know, um, for example, let's go ahead and pull it up. Um, LA natives, and what we're going to do is uh, split the screen real quick. Thank you, Brando Tattoos. He's all like looking great, progressing in every show. Oh. 
Right on, Brian. Hey, he's a dope ass um, tattoo artist. I think he's a tattoo artist. I I think yeah, I remember him from Instagram. But yeah, yeah man, his, that's what I love the community. Wow, look at those shirts. LA Natives community. We have all kinds of art. It's not just music. It's tattooing. It's it's. Uh, I'm sure there's uh, other clothing designers out there. I'm sure there's so much things out there. Bring it to LA Natives. But to be a part of LA Natives, you must subscribe to our website. This is the type of community that we want to create. We want to create the one that's going to take the extra effort, the one that's going to go to the website, take the time, fill out that. We're not trying to market you, you know, nonsense. We're trying to get you this clothing, food, remedy, whatever it is, medicine, message, way of life. I mean, all of of that requires tight organization. So when you go to our website and you subscribe, um, you know, it shows us the loyalty so that we can continue to produce things that, that, you know, are relevant to your life. I mean, I know when I rock that LA native shirt, I'm going to be representing the community of people all across Anahuac, you know, from the tip of Alaska to the tip of Chile. We, we, LA natives is the, is the megaphone, is the camera, is the, is the smartphone that you're going to get this information from. Check out those shirts. So yeah, they're really dope, Armando. You did a really good job with the logo. I like the shirts, and and go ahead and go out there and, and start purchasing. And, and the reason why we we even decided to push merch because we had so many people asking for them. Right. You know well, that's that's not the intention, but 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 the but the raising of money through these shirts will really help us do this better with the production. And the overall message of this podcast. Well, for I know, for what I know, we only have, we don't have any corporate sponsors. We don't have any donations. This is all done with the love of our heart, our time, our effort, our mistakes. You know, we didn't start on time because we have yeah. technical difficulties. Mm-hmm. Whenever we get resources in from our community, it goes to someone that they can handle that without. You know, we're learning. This is like Armando told me, hey, I bought this equipment. I think I could get it to work. And, so. and to answer your question, uh, NJNP from YouTube, keep in mind. And isn't that cool? Our first our first episode that we're live on YouTube, we're, we instantly get engagement. Yes. Sweet. You know, so, so keep in mind, guys, we're on live on Facebook Live, YouTube Live and Twitch Live. Sweet. You know, um, he's asking for stickers and decals. Of course, we're working on that. You know, it's going to be small phases, T-shirts, hats. Sweaters. Stickers, sweaters, hoodies, but you know it's that logo, right? Zero. I think it was a home run. Home run. What do you guys think? Home run. I mean, on obviously on the IG, it was like fire, fire, fire. I want one. Where could I get one? Where can I get one? So, I just want the community to know that any resources that come to LA Natives will be applied to accordingly, and know that we 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 respect. Your hard work and your and your and your donation, or when you buy a shirt, you're donating. You're donating to this cause and you're donating to us. But more than that, we need organization because we want to put on those dope shows. We want to get, um, you know, these artists that we're bringing together on this platform and put them together. And and how are you going to find out about that show? How are you going to get the VIP ticket? How are you going to get the the first tickets? You, the only ones that are going to know right away off the top of the bat is our 
website subscribers. Yes, because we're completely avoiding social media. So when we do give our audience updates through our subscriber channel, it's instantly in their inbox about new merchandise, new episodes, upcoming guests, and so forth. And to answer your question, NJNP, um, I will go ahead and put a calendar on the website. Yes, that is very important. So we could let our audience know who are going to be showing up in the next few weeks. Absolutely. I mean, and then we have another question from Joaquin. Much respect, Zero and Wife. Please get some unheard of youth on the show who don't have the privilege to be supported by corporate news and the left wing agenda. Absolutely. I think, we, I, think, yeah. I mean, I think that's, that's, that's a given for us. Yeah. That, that, that's what we've been doing. I mean, Azomali obviously is not as big as Taboo. And Taboo, I mean, uh, uh, a little that, bit of inspiration for. Yeah, no, I get I. It's something that we're trying to organize so that it comes off in a, in, a, in a good way. You know what I mean? Like, we have to screen everyone. We have to make sure that everybody has the, the, the message that we're trying to convey as LA natives, right? And so it's a process. But there's been a ton of independent artists that have been hitting us up, right, Armando? And we're just organizing. A lot them. of them. And, you know, it is once a week. Yeah. But we are talking about doing a private Patreon page where we could give, you know, our audience the icing and the and the, the cake and the icing. Well, on Patreon, on Patreon, there's no hold bar. I'm not. See, look, I'm doing this website. I mean, I'm doing this podcast in a way that we're avoiding censorship. Right. We're live on Facebook. We're live on YouTube. We got Twitch. The reason we use Twitch is because they can't censor us. If I say something it, it won't be censored, but once we go on platforms like Facebook and and it's almost like going on NBC or ABC, they're going to say some stuff. But if you want to get really in depth with the conversation, you want to really go down the rabbit hole. Sign up to our Patreon. Yes. Our Patreon is going to offer we're going to go we're going to go no holds barred about sickness. We're going to go no holds barred about how getting how to how to make yourself healthy during sickness. We're going we're gonna to open up those Patreons and go as far as we can so that our people get the medicine that they need. If you support us, you believe in our message, you believe in what we're doing, and all we're doing is putting our foot on this tierra and saying this is our homeland, no matter what imaginary borders are put on there. This is a woman that I need to respect, love, care for, protect, because she has our future generations. It's a different perspective. It's a perspective that's outside of white supremacy, patriarchy, and all out just evil. You know what I mean? When you tell people that they can't, I don't even want to go into it. Join our Patreon. I could I could go into it, but I'm gonna go into it on our Patreon. Yes, I kind of stop myself. It's gonna be some explosive content because there 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 is uh, a lot of uh, you know medicine people need right now. You know, it just they just can't get it from the mainstream media right now. And, and YouTube and Facebook and they're not gonna get it from them. They don't want them. This is not. Everybody goes, oh, the system's broken and the system's flawed. The system is designed perfectly to make white corporate monarchs whatever you want to call them, a lot of money. This is not a broken system. This is a perfect system. They have dogs out there in the street hunting you down every day. Any little mistake you make, you're going. You're gone. Nothing has changed. But you have to take hold of who you are. 
and where you come from. And you come from the sun and you come from the earth. So take responsibility in who you are and what you are and move forward like our great abuelos did who didn't let anything stop them from making this message come back to light. This is a prophecy of 500 years that we would understand who we are and we would reclaim who we are with no apologies, with no proof, with no, there's no need for it. I, I, I ain't going to try to prove my case to a thief, a rapist, a pedophile. Come on. You want to go deep? We'll go deep. Join the Patreon. We'll go deep. We'll expose everything. Because we don't want to be censored. We don't wanna, we're, we're too smart for this thing. We know what our limitations are, right, Armando? We know we discuss very carefully what we're going to say and how we're going to say it. But if you want to go deep with us, come to the Patreon. We'll have the conversation there. And there's no, nothing's going to stop me there, right? I could go and say whatever I need to say. And, the, and all I'm going to say is the truth, the course of history. History is circular. It's not linear. It's circular. These things are repeating itself over and over again. We're being reconquest. There's another conquest happening now. They're just calling it something different. So when you hold on to your indigeneity, when you wear it, when you wear your LA natives, when you rock your chain, when you connect to this community, you're making a statement for the next seven generations. You're making a statement for your child or your grandchild who hasn't been born yet. Enough is enough. We are who we are, survivors of genocide, indigenous descent. So I want to give stuff away. I want to give something away. I want to give it away to the people that are on our live chat right now. This is outside of what we got. So I got a Zero Elvu fully colored t-shirt. How can I give this away here? What, what would be a good idea? Someone tell me on the live chat. What? I have to make this easy because I don't want to make it too hard. What the name in Nahuatl for the sun is. Can anybody answer that on the live chat? Whoever's You're going to get a brand new shirt here. We have a good 12 soul. viewers, so I'm sure someone's going to want to answer hey, that. And you're going to win this shirt. As the, soon as I'm you answer it, <laughs> we're going to ask you for your address. I'm going to go ahead and ship it out um, by Monday or Tuesday. Son called in Nahuatl language? Here we go. NJNP, YouTube. Nice. Yeah. You won. Donatu. Did he? Donatu. Yeah. Yep. Donatu. He won. There you go. Oh, but don't fret. We have more gifts. NJMP, make sure you email us at LA Natives Podcast at Gmail. Um, just updating us about your winnings and potentially shooting us your address so I could go ahead and get that shipped out to you. Yeah, so it's important that you DM us either on Instagram or email. Which would you prefer, email? Email or DM us on Instagram, but okay. email would would be best because it's easier to track. So we're going to we're going to lay down the rules. I'm going to give away a few more things if that's okay, Armando, just really quickly. So the Tonati shirt goes to NJ and And shout out to Marie and Joaquin and Brandon Tattoos and Lovato for all answering it correctly. Yes. Absolutely. absolutely. You guys were like 2 seconds off. Okay, so and and look, feel free to cheat. Use your use your use your smartphone and 
and get this guy and don't be shy if you're wrong go no, ahead guys, and answer you guys posted it two seconds away from each other one second yeah okay like yeah it was like off. a race but okay so next question here's what i'm gonna do here this is my unreleased mixtape i have not released this mixtape this is not on any Spotify. So that's not just your any ordinary mixtape right there, right? No, it's not. It's really unreleased <laughs> music that, that has. Zero has all these hidden gems everywhere <laughs> in our garage. So, yeah, I'm going to give away this mixtape to the next person. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to shoot it to Jenny. What, what, should, what should we do? I what what question? Give me don't, a question. Don't put me in that one. <laughs> okay, here it is. Here, here we go. You guys ready? Are you guys ready? Show me. Anybody? Somebody say I'm ready. Are we, do we got twelve people still? Yeah, we, we have a good you know handful, a okay. dozen. So a dozen. let me tell you about this mixtape. This mixtape really it's called Tonal y Nahual, right? Your self energy and the energy outside of you, the great spirit, the great outside of you. Many people will define it in other ways, but I just define it as the great mystery. The first one to tell me what we call water and Nahuatl will email this mixtape out to you and this is unreleased music i mean you can really search the web and find a little bit of this mixtape on there but the whole thing as a project you will not find because i have unreleased it so all right now we're just waiting for the answer the answer what is the name for water in Nahuatl? yep who won joaquin joaquin you are going to get an unreleased Elvu, I mean, uh, zero Elvu <laughs> mixtape. <laughs> All right, yeah, Joaquin put at. Yeah. At is at the right you, answer. So here we go. So now we're learning now. Now we're sharing, now we're sharing some what things. And with the 12, the 12 okay. viewers that we got, it's cool. And Joaquin, please tell your friends and family members about this channel because that's what, that's how this channel is going to grow. Uh, just word of mouth, grassroots, you know? What do we call water now? At. 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 Okay. Thank you, everybody that guessed it correct. You guys. Joaquin, are you subscribed to our YouTube channel? Mm hmm. And we have a Twitch comment here. I got um, that CD. I got from that. You. Yep. I got that CD from you on Hollywood and Highland. Yeah, that was yeah. a dope show. Well, that, I'm telling you that that CD, you can only get it from me. Yeah, there's no other there's no you can't stream it you can't find it on cd baby that's not it's Only not comes from him comes from me so that's like a private project i am going to put it on the platforms but right now i just want to give it out you know if you buy a shirt tell you what if you buy a shirt or, or a sweater we're gonna throw in the cd what do you think the unreleased should we throw in the cd of course for the shirt limited the edition or limited edition yep limited because edition. you know who who's gonna be able to you know, not only provide you a dope shirt, an original shirt that's hand pressed, sourced here locally in Los Angeles, but have a CD. It's not only like QR code these rappers are doing nowadays. Hey, you know, I'm gonna send you a QR code for a download. No, no, this We're, is you're gonna get a disc. Yeah, so I, I, you know, I go potentially signed, right, Zero? Oh yeah, definitely signed. If you definitely. like, yeah, definitely signed. That's some dope. So dope I'm gonna art. I'm gonna give a big this the final gift that I got for LA Natives today is a catalog my catalog right here. This is all my CDs that I've made in my history, right? Got and the black and red ink, the evolution, evolution, black and red ink, and we have uh, Jaguar prophecies. What well, I'm signed, I'm signed on that. That one is signed. 
see. So and we're going to give away. And, and you know what? I'll throw in the mixtape, too. I don't have an extra one, but I only brought one. But I'll throw in the mixtape. It'll be my entire catalog. So what we're going to do is for any T-shirt purchase in the next week, we'll go ahead and include a CD. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Absolutely. Wow. 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 Yeah, yeah, I think all of us are like, wow. We're going to we're going to And trust me guys, sure. for everyone paying attention and tuning in, if you haven't checked out these projects yet, man, you got something coming for you guys. It changed my life when I was, you know, 18, 19 years old. Like those those projects he had he he has in his hands. Like I was bumping you know that on repeat for weeks at a time. Jaguar yeah. prophecies. Joaquin put a send me a sweatshirt too, and I will Coming send soon. you our new Native Youth Snag magazine with CD compilations. Yes, sure. email our producer for sure. Absolutely, um, absolutely. Tracks three and seven are fire. Speak a little bit about the track three and seven zero. Which one is that? Are I you talking know. about Ruben's Tonali Nawal CD? Pretty sure. Um, before before I go to to that i want to i do want to give away this catalog and i'm trying to think of a good way to do it i want you to tell me the name of this landmass what did our ancestors call it what did the mexica call this landmass and we're going to get the catalog you're going to get the whole catalog this is the final wow for today. you're going to give that away right now right now all three of them wow. if they could tell me the original Mexica name of this what land. What land are we in? Turtle Island's a good one. But I can't accept that one. I want the Nahuatl. I want the Nahuatl. Good try, Joaquin. Joaquin's trying you to got it. everything. Somebody got it, I think. No. Joaquin? No. No? Uh, Joaquin also put Aslan. What about that one? Oh, no. no. Oh, okay. Turtle Island, the same close, thing. Close, close. Close, Aslan. There we go. Who won? Okochi. Okochi was at Okochi 25, Anahuac. Let's make sure we keep all this on track, you know, so we gave away. <laughs> <laughs> Ruben just, I don't know, just, uh, you know, we, we got to give away things to people. You know? We gave away the Elvu shirt yes. mm-hmm. to NJNP. Yes. Mm-hmm. Make sure you email us NJNP or DM us on LA Natives podcast on Instagram, mm-hmm. please. Um, so um, this does I could go ahead and put it in we, the mail for you. We replay it too, so we and can. And then Joaquin won the the CD. Joaquin, DM us or email us for and send us your address as well for the CD. And then and for Okochi twenty five, she got the whole bundle. She got the whole bundle. The whole thing, luck. and and a few of these CDs are signed, and we're gonna send these out to you. We love you, community. We thank you for participating. Please tell all the relatives to sign up to our website. Sign up to our social media platforms. Follow us um, every Sunday at 4 p.m. This is LA Natives. This is the community that will bring back truth to our people. This is the community that will respect women. This is the community that will respect the fire, water, air, and earth. We are the ones we've been waiting for. Search deep into your heart. And know that this, not, this is not an impossible task. That we are survivors of genocide. We've survived the worst already. It's time to bring our medicine and our truth to light. Thank you for joining us. We'll see you next Sunday. 
You want to say goodbye, Mondo? Yes, uh, Quentin Condo next Sunday. Quentin Condo. Dope. It's going to be a good show. Dope. JB. everybody. Thank you. Thank you from all four directions. Everybody that has tuned in from all six directions, actually. We really appreciate you from our family to yours. Tlaso Kamati. Meteo. Donancy. Donato. LA Natives. LA Natives. LA Natives. <laughs>